Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host, Denise Messenger, for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink, meaning P stands for being persistent, I stands for using your intuition, N stands for networking, and K stands for obtaining knowledge. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You asked for it, and we deliver. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Well, hello, listeners. Thank you so much for joining us today, which is January 7th, 2016. It's a brand new year, and we have a wonderful guest with us today. We're going to be talking with Dr. Catherine Najafi-Tagel, and she is going to be discussing innovative eye solutions. Her background is in the fact that she's the founder and she's the director of the Eye Institute of Marin in Northern California, and she's also a member of the faculty at the California Pacific Medical Center. She's going to be talking to us about uh, the latest advances in eye care, and since she's done a lot of clinical research, she's really um, a pioneer in it in terms of uh, the new approaches for patients who need eyelid hygiene for um, medical conditions such as blepharitis. She's also the Chief Medical Officer of Novabay Pharmaceuticals, and she oversees the clinical trials, which they're coming up with some really promising new medicine for EKC and some other current um, medical conditions. So let me bring her onto our show now. Hello there, thanks so much for joining us today. Hello, Denise. Uh, thank you for having me on your show. I'd like to start my show out by asking my guest, how did you get on the road that you're on today? Uh, well, that's an excellent question. I I got on the road of ophthalmology or the, kind of the field that I'm in when I was a medical student um, I was at UCLA, and UCLA has a great ophthalmology department and uh, eye institute called Jules Stein Eye Institute. So I got really intrigued by some of the researchers at Jules Stein Eye Institute and by the ophthalmologists who work there and decided that I wanted to be an ophthalmologist. And uh, so I did. I finished my medical school at UCLA and went on to do a residency uh, program in uh, Brooklyn, New York. And uh, it was really during my residency years that I became interested in um, treating patients with eyelid infections and uh, um, focusing on the front surface of the eye and um, eyelids. Uh, so I went on to also do a fellowship in glaucoma, and I became a glaucoma specialist. And as a glaucoma specialist, I end up seeing a lot of patients that have uh, inflamed eyelid tissue. And uh, so I really uh, had patients that needed help in, in that area. Mm-hmm. 
Do you find that it's it's pretty it's a pretty common um, condition? Absolutely, it's one of the most common conditions uh, seen by ophthalmologists. Uh, it is the number one uh, cause of patient visits, really, to uh, primary care physicians. You know, red eye, irritated eyes, uh, primary ophthalmologists, and um, unfortunately, uh, for many years. Um, we haven't had a very good way of treating blepharitis. And uh, because it's such a common issue and, um, you know, it's not obviously a life-threatening issue, usually it doesn't uh, cause uh, severe problems, but it is a very annoying uh, problem because patients have recurrent uh, infections, they have recurrent uh, episodes of inflammation of their lids and lashes, and so patients are very miserable, uh, usually with this condition. Sure. But, yeah, but if, because we haven't had talk... really good treatment. Right. Um, you had a question. Go ahead. Why don't you talk to us um, uh, a little bit about um, the product that you developed for the lids? Sure. Um, so I actually worked with uh, a brilliant uh team of scientists at Novabay Pharmaceutical Company, um, starting really, uh, you know, over over uh, 10 years ago on developing a product uh, that's now available for use in ophthalmology called Avanova. And this product is based on hypochlorous acid chemistry. So our scientists at Novabay were able to develop a very pure form of hypochlorous acid which is um, called Nutrox. It is 0.01% hypochlorous acid. Um, that is very uh, non-irritating and easy to use on the skin. And the properties of this product are unique in the sense that they, uh, in vitro and in our st uh, studies uh, in the laboratory, they have shown that um, hypochlorous acid kills uh, many bacteria, including mesicillin resistance, Staphylococcus, uh, you know, flesh-eating bacteria, for instance, is um, one of them. We also have shown that um, uh, hypochlorous acid uh, in Nutrox and our Avanova actually kills uh, fungi in solution. And so it has a very broad-spectrum antimicrobial property. And so it makes sense to use this product on surface of the eyelid and uh, use it to clean the lids and lashes, especially in patients that have the anterior type of blepharitis. The anterior type of blepharitis is usually due to staphylococcal infection. Mm. Well, um, ironically enough, my son ended up with blepharitis, and he did use your product, and it absolutely oh, cleared great. it up. So I thought you'd be excited to hear that he's he's a mountain biker and um, you know the dust and everything really irritated. Wonderful, glad to hear that. That is, yeah. So one of the things that I see actually at my practice is in Marin County, uh, Northern California, and we have a very uh, active community of uh, people who are mountain bikers who do a lot of uh, hiking. Uh, camping, etc. And so I actually see quite a few patients during the summer months 
because of their outdoors activity, their uh, blepharitis actually kind of recurs. And some of it is, again, due to perhaps uh, the dirt and the dust that they get exposed to. Uh, it could also be due to the fact that, uh, you know, they have allergies that act up and, and that can exacerbate their blepharitis. And, you know, there are bacteria as well as other microbes uh, such as mites that can trigger um, blepharitis. And so it's interesting oh, that I you mentioned that. about your son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it, um, you know, his lids just started out being a little bit red and they got worse and worse. I mean, they were really progressing over, over a couple of weeks. And I finally I said to him, what is wrong with your eyes? <laughs> oh, my gosh. What other eye conditions do you treat? Um, other eye conditions uh, that I treat, I'm a, as I mentioned, I'm a glaucoma specialist, so I treat uh, patients with glaucoma. Um, I, I'm also a cataract surgeon, so I do uh, pretty much oh, uh, my gosh. the majority of my surgeries include cataract surgery, glaucoma surgery, and then I also do some eyelid surgery such as, you know, blepharoplasty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have, they come, have you come up with some really innovative ways of conducting those surgeries now? Has it, has it advanced over the years? Absolutely. So cataract surgery has advanced quite a bit. Um, and How? We've had advanced, How? How? Well, mm-hmm. um, actually, uh, you know, uh, Technology has advanced in terms of how the cataract is removed. Uh, we have uh, excellent um, ultrasound units called fecal emulsification units that um, emulsify, they be- break up the cataract and uh, remove it. And then there's also femtosecond laser, uh, which uses uh, the power of laser to break up the cataract initially, and that helps with removal of the uh, bits of the cataract. So in cases of very dense uh, cataract, the laser could be helpful. So now that's when, basically when they, when, when, area of removal. When, okay. When, when cataracts um, form, what, what's yes. the actual material? What does it consist of? So it's the lens and the eye. That's actually a, a protein material that uh, gets cloudy. So as a result of aging, uh, there are changes that take place in the crystalline lens uh, in the eye, and it it loses, it sort of loses its crystalline uh, format, and it starts to form, you know, uh, clouds in it, and so that's why a lens becomes cloudy. Interesting. And, uh, you know, it's usually age-related, but sometimes, you know, it is due to um, UV exposure, so cataracts generally get worse um, with a uh, uh, very heavy, heavy sun exposure. And then, uh, you know, some patients that have diabetes, for instance, because of high blood sugar, they can get um, cataract. They can form cataract in their eyes. Now, the the glaucoma that is more of a, of a hereditary condition, or not? It. Yes, it does run in the families. It is something that is seen usually as we get older. 
but uh, glaucoma can happen at any age. You know, we have infants with glaucoma, uh, juvenile type of glaucoma. But majority of glaucoma patients, the, you know, garden variety type of glaucoma is seen um, as patients get older. Interesting. Well, if we can only see through everybody's eyes, huh? Yeah, I have to tell you, though, with cataract surgery and many of the glaucoma surgeries, one of the things that um, often physicians worry about is the risk of infection. So, uh, again, cleaning the lids and lashes and having good hygiene prior to surgery is extremely important. And so, again, to kind of go back to the product Avanova, I actually started using that uh, about three years ago in my surgical patients. Um, so I have them use it twice a day, you know, a week before surgery to clean their lids and lashes. And I'm just amazed the difference it's made for my patients. It used mm-hmm. to be that I would, you know, show up on the day of surgery and have, you know, under the microscope I see so much more, of course. And under the microscope, I could see crusting of the lash, you know, lids and lashes and sure. debris around lashes, which is, you know, it sounds disgusting, but it's sort of kind of normal for a lot of people to have that. And I would end up spending, you know, a lot of time cleaning the lashes and the lids right before surgery to try to eliminate their, or reduce the risk of infection. And it was always frustrating for me kind of seeing that, but since I started with cleansing, having patients actually do the cleansing at home twice a day with the Avanova, I haven't seen any of my patients show up with um, debris on their lashes. And um, it gives me confidence that there's, um, you know, lower rate of uh, bacteria, you know, lower bacterial load on the skin um, and, and therefore lower rate of infections and reduced rate of infection. Oh my that that's just great. I'm sure you you share all this information when you go to your uh, conferences. Yes, um I I do. I have um presented some of the material at uh several conferences. Um actually at the most recent conference was the American Academy of Ophthalmology which was in Vegas uh in um October of last year. And I I presented actually some data that you're going to find uh, interesting. Um, You know, (laughs) one of the things we see in lashes in the follicle uh, is Demodex. Have you heard of Demodex? No, I haven't. So Demodex is a kind of parasite. It's actually a mite that uh, lives in the sebaceous glands of the skin. It uh, it can basically live on, uh, you know, your face in, inside the glands. And it can also live in the hair follicles. And um, so Demodex is extremely common. In fact, there was a study published uh, that showed uh, 100% of people over age 18 carry Demodex. And um, so it sounds kind of gross. But uh, <laughs> well, would it cause um, hair loss? Would it cause hair loss? It, it can. Uh, 
generally follicles of uh, lashes that have demodex infestation, the follicle is not as, as healthy, and so the lashes are more likely to fall. Yes, so there can be definitely hair loss as a result oh. of demodex uh, infestation. Wow. Interesting. Really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and uh, these are little little creatures that actually live oh. on our skin. And, um, you know, Lovely. only really when you think about it, only 10% of our the cells uh, on our body and inside our body belong to ourselves. You know, the rest are from either fungi, viruses, bacteria, or, <laughs> or tiny, tiny parasites. So, you oh know, my we gosh. have a whole... <laughs> A microbiome. A, you know. Yes, a jungle, right? A jungle. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> how how is your clinical trial um, coming along on your um, EKC? So yeah, let me so let me actually finish what I was uh, just telling you about. Oh sure, um, this was, sure. Yeah, this so this patient of mine, a very nice uh, um, person who came in with actually severe infestation of uh, demodex. And um, I pulled some lashes, and we actually uh, studied the uh, the demodex, and um, realized that actually demodex harbors bacteria. So there are actually bacteria that live inside the demodex. So here's the kind of the funny part: is that we have these parasites that eat the bacteria, and the bacteria actually kind of lives within them. And so it's like hmm. a constant. Uh, source of bacteria in, in and on our skin. And so I actually studied the bacteria that we extracted from the demodex, and Avanova kills that bacteria, kills the staph, uh, staphylococcus, and also there's a, another bacteria called Bacillus oleriniae, which is very um, allergenic. You know, it actually, a lot of um, patients that do develop um, like a severe blepharitis or bouts of blepharitis, it can be due to the bacillus um, uh, organism. And so oh the Avanova kills kill those bacteria as well. Um, so that was very uh, very nice and reassuring, and actually patients um, are, are benefiting in that, in that way, not only just by... Uh, removing the debris and um, but also killing the bacteria that's uh, within the um, the demodex gut. Um, so you had question about EKC. Yep. Mhm. Okay. Yeah. So I'm kind of um, curious. Sure. Stands for epidemic keratoconjunctivitis. It is an infection. Um, that's caused by adenovirus. Uh, it is a very common virus. It oftentimes causes uh, basically the common cold, you know, one of the viruses that causes a cold, upper respiratory tract infections, is due to um, adenovirus. It can also cause eye infections. Um, and uh, in the eye, uh, usually if you get it in one eye, it's very common then that it can spread to the other eye. It's a highly contagious um, virus. So generally, you, when you have adenovirus, you, one person in the family gets it. Usually, other members of the family get it too. Um, so it's different from pink eye, correct? Party. 
is it it's, it's not it's called pink, pink eye. eye, is it? It uh-huh. is. It's, so the other name for it is pink eye, yes. Okay. Now pink eye is a very general term. So pink eye could sure. be due to viral infection, it could be due to bacterial infection. Uh it could also be to allergies, you know. So a pink eye basically means an eye that's pink and or red or red eye, you know, that's the other mm-hmm. um name mm-hmm. for it. But EKC is a, a specific um, term for uh, viral conjunctivitis. And with that type of conjunctivitis, usually the cornea also gets gets involved and you get keratoconjunctivitis, and that's where the um, EKC comes from. It's epidemic because usually it becomes an epidemic, uh, especially if people don't have good hygiene. Mhm. Mhm. Have you had EKC? Wow. No, I never have. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. <laughs> it really well, is. Yeah. Another miserable thing that you don't want to have. Um, yeah. So, oh. thankfully, you know, it's not that common in the U.S. and and uh, it's more common in in very heavily populated areas and it's more mm-hmm. common mm-hmm. in um, you know, crowded environments, and so in like a dormitory or, you know, place, um, actually one place that, you know, you can easily um, kind of catch it is um, if, if you've been to a doctor's office and there's been someone else with, with epidemic keratoconjunctivitis and if they touched the magazine and then you happen to touch that same magazine, um, you know, there are actually, uh, you know, documents that show that EKC actually lives on, um, like, doorknobs or magazines for a couple of mm. weeks. So, oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so don't, don't touch the magazine in doctor's offices. <laughs> yeah, just leave them alone. Stay, stay texting on your phone. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yes. <laughs> So do you devote um, the entire week to your practice in Marin? I'm trying to figure out how you find the time to do your research as well. So I I was um, involved more with research um, before, and now I am uh, focusing more on my practice. Um, Okay. How I kind of divide up the time is that um, I'm in clinic on Mondays and Tuesdays, and um, Wednesdays I do lasers, and then Thursdays I do surgery. So I just finished doing surgery. And, oh my gosh! Uh, and then Friday, Friday, <laughs> and here you are. Yeah, it's been a good day. Um, I would say you're a and, you're a miracle worker. That's for sure. I found your thank um, you. your, your I found your background really really interesting. You know how you came to the United States and and your interest in um, you know pursuing your education. Yeah, and of course your 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 brother as well. Yes, of course. Um, so I I came to the United States when I was 15 years old from Iran, and um, my my brothers uh, I have two older brothers uh, Ron and Alex, and they were both students at University of San Francisco at the time. Um, the and the, So I, I was a high school student at the time and, um, you know, learned English 
uh, in San Francisco in my high school, and um, and then went on to um, study at UC Davis for my undergraduate. I, I got a, a bachelor's degree in chemistry. And uh, it's interestingly enough, my, yeah, it is. Um, and my brother, actually Ron, was a, a PhD student in chemistry at, at UC Davis at the same time. So we were actually roommates. Uh, for, oh, my, oh uh, my gosh, uh, that's wild. <laughs> right, that's so our, our wild. collaboration started back way when we were in college. Were your parents and, both um, researchers or physicians? Uh, my my father is actually a pharmacist. Uh, he ha- he's a pharmacologist by training and pharmacist, and he uh, used to uh, run a pharmaceutical company back in Iran. So we mm-hmm. were sort of um, indoctrinated by him to be interested in drugs and developing drugs <laughs> and uh, the right kind of drugs. <laughs> Of course, of course, only the right time. He had us interested in drugs. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) You know, as as a physician, I always think of myself as a as a medicine pusher, right? (laughs) I want to say drug pusher. (laughs) You are a medicine woman. (laughs) Yes. So medicinal drugs, of course. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. <laughs> so it it sounds like San Francisco. You've pretty much made it your home. That's where you landed initially, and and you know, of course, you know, Marin is is over the bridge there, and and that's where you are now. Yeah, it it is. The traffic it is, is crazy uh, up there. And it, it is it's one of the uh, best places on earth to live. I love it here. It's beautiful. Yes, it is. I was there last summer. I went up in through Marin. It was just gorgeous. Beautiful, beautiful place. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to impart to our listeners today? Well, you know, you um, you mentioned also uh, flesh-eating bacteria earlier um, before yes. we kind of got started with the show. And uh, mm-hmm. one thing actually I wanted to uh, mention and give credit to was that uh, initially this, the work of um, Avanova was actually started on patients with flesh-eating bacteria. And in fact, um, there's another product called Nutrophase, which really has hypochlorous acid, uh, slightly higher you know, concentration. And so um, that work was actually done by Dr. John Cruz, um, in, mm-hmm. you know, as, a, mm-hmm. as a physician, he started using um, this hypochlorous acid product with Nutrophase on um, patients with flesh-eating bacteria, and it was an amazing um, finding that outcome. he realized. Yeah, amazing outcome that he realized that this product actually stops the uh, flesh-eating bacteria, not just by perhaps killing the bacteria, but rather by neutralizing the toxins that are produced um, by these um, very uh, aggressive bacteria. And so kind of going along that line, I would say that in ophthalmology, we also have bacteria that produce toxins. And many patients that suffer from irritation and 
singing um, along the lash line and lid margin and they feel uncomfortable, oftentimes it's because of the toxins and the enzymes that are produced by bacteria. And so wow. Avanova neutralizes those toxins. Um, mm-hmm. and, it, mm-hmm. and in essence, it kind of makes the eye feel more comfortable. Yes, yes. And it just performs miracles for patients that that are suffering from flesh-eating bacteria. I mean, they, they get to keep their limbs. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And um, we actually had um, just um, about a year ago, we had a patient actually that we got reports of uh, at Nova Bay that there was a flesh-eating bacteria involving the eyelid. And um, the doctors, right, these were doctors at Vanderbilt University, and they contacted Nova Bay, and and we, um, you know, supplied them with information, and um, uh, I believe even um, some of the product was sent over for their use to apply to the lids, and so it was actually uh, a remarkable recovery for this patient. So flesh-eating bacteria can happen on the skin, on the, you know, any part of the skin. Wonderful. It, it's it's truly Obviously. wonderful. And I know, you know, it was a lot of years of research to, to get it to this point. It has been. It's been, for me, since uh, 1999, uh, really that 1998, 1999, that I started on this um you know, this research, and obviously my brother Ron started on this uh, before that, and so he founded Nova Bay Pharmaceutical Company, and and the scientists and the chemists at Nova Bay kind of fine-tuned the product to a place where now we have something that patients can use um, and benefit from. It's just, it really is miraculous. It really is. Anything else you'd like to add today to our interview? I think that's it. If you have any other questions, I'll be happy to answer them. Yeah, I know. I um I think we've pretty much covered um everything for our listeners. I mean, we all Wonderful. have a mountain of information now. And um they can contact you at the Eye Institute of Marin in Marin County. And your website, um, why don't you give the listeners your website? iinstituteofmoren.com. That's the website. Okay. And my phone number is 415-444-0300. Wonderful. Well, thank you for taking time out of your busy, busy day and coming right out of surgery and talking with us. Really, truly appreciate the service that you've uh, that you do, and the time that you took out to be with us today. Thank you very much, Denise. I appreciate the opportunity, and um, I really appreciate you putting a light on this very important topic and making it available to your listeners. It really is. You know, I'm pretty passionate about it. Well, take care. And um, thanks again Thank for joining you. us. Bye-bye. Absolutely, anytime. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. All right, listeners, that pretty much um, takes care of our show today. 
um, thank you for joining us. And please join us again next Thursday for another informational interview. Bye-bye for now. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www.healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have. And follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at knowledgeworkspub.com. Be sure to visit gotcancernowwhat.com for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book, Got Cancer? Now What? Listeners, the entire contents of this radio show are based upon the opinions of Denise and her guest. It's not intended to replace a one-on-one relationship with a qualified health care professional of your choice, and it's not intended as medical advice. We encourage you to make your own health care decisions based upon your research and in partnership with a qualified health care professional. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to come.